Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Um, Andy and Dave and uh, Rob as well. Um, you, some of you might have recognised Rob. I can get it. We, we can relive it. Oh, yeah. Rob, this is... <laughs> This is live this is now. This for you, Rob. Uh, Congratulations, Rob. <laughs> Although it's weird on camera because obviously it's spelled, it's not mirrored, so you will see the, uh, it looks a little bit different, but Rob, mate, thanks for joining us and congratulations obviously for last week for, for winning the um, uh, the Kilimanjaro competition. Yeah, thank you so much. I was like, I was literally shaking when I found out. Obviously, I couldn't pick up the phone because I was actually like in lesson and yeah. um, I couldn't get to my phone. So you're completely right. It was a message from my watch. I was like, my phone was buzzing, my watch <laughs> yeah. was buzzing. I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. Because obviously I didn't know who it was at the time. And then when I found out, I, f- I really was shaking. I was over the moon. Yeah. Oh, mate. Well, thanks so much. And cheers for joining us. We're just hoping the some of the connection is okay. If anyone's watching, um, hello to Angus, Jerome, Simon, Marky V. How you doing? Can you just check in and uh, about the connection just to let us know if signal's okay? Yeah. Can you hear us? Can you hear Rob? Um, we, you know, we always have a little bit of tech issues on the uh, yeah. the Tuesday tune in. It wouldn't be the same without it, but we, we're just hoping that the stream quality is okay. Never so, let yeah. professionalism get in the way of an entertaining show. Zachariah, he should be able to <laughs> tell us um, if the connection's good. But honestly, yeah, really, yeah. really good to have good. you now. Better late than Wonderful. never. Um, what do we say, Rob? Always late, but worth yes. the wait, my friend. Um, <laughs> and obviously, definitely, yeah, definitely worth it. Or, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you were the winner of the Killy competition, and yeah. we started this a little while ago, where we didn't, we never yeah. used to get people on. We used to get them on, like we had a couple on after they've gone on the trip. After the trip, right? And yeah, we, exactly. We yeah, talked yeah. about that, but what we thought would be really cool with you is yeah. just to kind of get someone on who's. Who literally has just won the trip either yeah. immediately or like a week later it's all good and then we like have a discussion about you know just kind of like what it meant for you to win it but also kind of your your motivations why Killy yeah. was a draw for you yeah. um and you know about anything you're trying to hoping to achieve i mean yeah this is this is you and kilimanjaro what's your what's your story yeah so kilimanjaro has always kind of been a bit of a dream for me I think as much as I love um, the idea of going to like Everest base camp, and that might be something I look at in the future, I just, I really like the idea of potentially summiting somewhere, getting to the, 
top of Africa and um, experiencing yeah. that different culture because I've never been to an African country. Um, it's <laughs> literally a different world out there. And yeah. just to experience that sort of environment as well. Um, and then the good thing is I've noticed that you kind of walking through different environment yeah. every day. So you're kind of starting in the jungle, then you got the lava and then you get to the top. So it's got a bit of everything for me. And that's one of the reasons I was like unbelievably excited to find out yeah. it was the one that I managed to win. <laughs> good man. Well, yeah. And, and most of the people that we, you know, a lot of people who are on the, um, the live now have done, some of them have done Kilimanjaro. Some of them haven't, some of them are starting on different journeys. And I think, yeah, I, it's always, I'm always interested to, to kind of start at the beginning. Now, obviously I know you're, you're into the outdoors um, uh, yourself and you know, into the UK mountains, but obviously the bigger adventures is relatively new to, to yourself from what I've seen, Rob. Um, and that's what about like the, the big stuff about the big step, because even from our own personal journeys, wasn't it? It was, it was always that, what, what's the motivation to kind of to take someone away from, you know, the, the scaffold pikes and the Ben Nevises and, and the Penavans here in Wales What's the motivations then to push you to actually go to somewhere like Kilimanjaro and then to, to Everest Base Camp? And I, I'm always really interested to find out around the mindset of, of that type of thing. Um, and certainly for us, we wanted to kind of explore that. I know for us, there was kind of similar things, wasn't yeah. it? I know you'd always wanted to go to Everest, but... Always, yeah. I think it was similar to what Rob was saying, which is yeah, just, yeah. it's that otherworldly adventure that mm. kind of draws you to it. I think if you've got an adventurous mindset... Um, you kind of you you quickly explore a place and then immediately become accustomed to it and look beyond that horizon to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing and um yeah i love what you said rob about kilimanjaro like it is another world and not only is it sort of yeah. a completely different experience it's completely different day to day and you get the the added benefit of like bagging the highest freestanding mountain in the world there's lots one of the seven yeah. summits highest mountain in africa yeah you know um, yeah it, it definitely ticks a lot of boxes in that in that terms of all of those things and with it being kind of yeah. my first big step i can i can already tell i feel like i'm going to be addicted to chasing some of these big adventures now and um, because like you said that yeah. is kind of the person i am and the, a lot of the people on the hills yeah. and the trails you get chatting and that's what it turns into i've I've kind yeah, of expanded yeah. my horizons a little recently and I've been doing some through hikes. So I did the West Highland Way oh, nice. and Offers Dyke Trail. Oh, and So it's kind of always that next step of where to go. And I think this one is really good because essentially, as long as you've got the mindset, everybody can go out to the Lake District and go up scaffold yeah. pike hellvel and all of these different mountains without too much of a thought but obviously kilimanjaro you can't just turn up so i'm liking the whole process yeah. of getting that little bit of fitness thinking about a mindset obviously the summit you start in the night so i probably do a night walk as well to try and get used to walking with a head torch and not be able to see the prominent surrounding features um, yeah yeah it's all part of it yeah, no, that's one of those things I, which I said about Kilimanjaro is that some people have trekked at night, some people have trekked at altitude, some people have trekked when they're sleep deprived, some people have trekked after like, you know, done a six or seven day trek. Kilimanjaro is great because it, yeah. it's 
every single one of those things combined into like a sort of 12 hour period of getting to tent to summit to tent again. It's um, hard work as well. Like if you're not, because yeah. <laughs> that sleep deprivation stuff is, is something that I certainly struggle with because I, 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 you know, I like my sleep. Um, <laughs> and I, um, you know, when, when you're, 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 you're kind of trekking and then next thing you know, you're, you're struggling to actually stay awake. It's a different battle. It's more than fitness. It's purely up here. Um, and that kind of, that challenge is a different type of challenge. I think when you, you're talking about the through hike stuff, it, it, I, I take it's a different challenge to, to climb in a mountain, isn't it? It's obviously multiple days. You've got different yeah. things you've got to look at. Yeah, yeah especially the, the last through hike I did, um, the Offers Bike yeah. Trail, that's, that was 177 miles. And I just, I kind of hurt my ankle ever so slightly. On It was towards the end of day two, start of day three. And um, it's one of them where you're like, I've still got 100 miles to go. And yeah. I'm struggling a bit. And I think there was about an hour or so where my head was down. I wasn't in the best place. And then literally, yeah. I just started laughing. After the hour, all of a sudden, just started laughing. It was like my body just said, right, you're fine. And then I was just overjoyed. And then I was back on track. But I think no matter what you do, where it could be something easy, like um, just going on a local walk and something bad's up. And your mind can just set you off down a bad path. Yeah. Yeah. But knowing that, it it will pass that it is just the now um but when you look back i don't look back yeah. and think oh i was having a terrible time i look back and think i was having yeah. an amazing time and i kind of forget all the bad bits like waking up with a wet tent and bits and bobs yeah um yeah and you just remember the amazing feeling of finishing and that's what i'm really looking forward to even though i know i'm going to be tired i know i'm going to be yeah. exhausted bit of um altitude when i get to the top even if i don't feel like it at the time hopefully i'll be able to look back and be like wow i did it that was stunning yeah no that's an amazing way to sum yeah. up kind of adventure in a way that's adventure travel is exactly like that yeah um i love there's there's a a scene in the movie everest where right at the beginning they're in the hotel and um rob hall's character yeah. is uh, rob hall is saying oh there's a reason why we don't talk about climbing everest in the book <laughs> and he's like why and he's like because it's mostly pain <laughs> you know well, uh, and uh, I, I remember when he said that and i was thinking you know that applies to pretty much apply to a lot any of adventure that i've sort of been on yeah. um like the biggest thing i can think i remember is that you talk about the west highland way we did a section of it because there's a challenge up there called the great glencoe challenge yeah which goes from glencoe to fort william and there's a long stretch which is probably the end of the glencoe challenge was well, from um kinloch Levin to uh, all the way into fort william so it's that last big yes. stretch and you've yeah. already done hard sort of legs <laughs> but it was hard for you yeah yeah, yeah. you've already yeah. done sort of 17 miles by that point yeah that day and i remember thinking this is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> this is the worst day of my hiking life. And if I could quit, I would. And I remember those thoughts, right? But it's weird. It's almost like I remember them, but I don't feel them. Because when I look back, we think it's amazing. Oh, that was a great day. Do you remember that time? Oh, we had an amazing time. And I distinctly yeah. remember that not being the case when I was there. But that's what these adventures do. They're not entirely meant to be yeah. a thrill at the time. It's not like a bungee jump. It's something enriching that lasts afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's type two fun, we call it. You know, you're, you're suffering at the time. Afterwards, like you said, Rob, you look back on it and you actually, you know, it's, um, because yeah. of the challenges you've gone through. And 
Yeah, I bet you've uh, mate, you got that to look forward to now. Yeah, yes. I think, <laughs> like you say, that, that type two fun, it's, it is so powerful though, because um, it's yeah. so easy to say, right, I'm done. Like, I'm not going any further. And I think the yeah. more you do it, the more you realise you got past that. Okay, maybe I can yeah. do something a little bit trickier. And then again, you think, or oh, I could have, I could have stepped out, but I managed to do it again. And that's yeah. where you just keep pushing yourself a little, little bit. And then before you know it, you look back and think, a year ago, I couldn't walk five miles, and now I'm at the top of a mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, nuts, isn't it? With them. Um, so, Rob, obviously anyone that's joined the stream now, I can see a few more people have joined. And any questions as well to anyone that's watching? Any questions for, obviously, for us and for Rob as well? Uh, being a new, a relatively new ever trekker, Rob, um, obviously at the start of your, your, your journey. Um, but yeah, any questions, do drop them in the comments. And obviously, we can we can take on. Rob's here for about another sort of 10 minutes or so, Rob, isn't it? Before you, you got to yes. head off. Um, but with Back your journey, Rob, so... The old grind. <laughs> with your journey, mate. So, obviously, you... You're into the mountains. What's your you've done off as dyke, uh, which is that's, that's massively on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, anyone that doesn't know off as dyke, it's the it's kind of the border between England and Wales, right? From from north to south or south to where to north, it, whichever direction yeah, I, you go. Yeah, I did south to north. Um, yes, again, some of the scenery in that is phenomenal. Um, to yeah. be honest, my journey, I just I was always I always enjoyed being outdoors, but yeah. I, I never really. I never really went out there much until I got until I got my first dog, really. And then mm. it's one of them. It's like I need to go out on those rainy days because she will just go crazy in the house if she doesn't. So it, it yeah. got me out those different times. And then because I was out a bit more, I started looking at going to different places. And then I just I live quite close to the Peak District, so I discovered the Peak District, and yeah, I'm in the process of doing. Um, the Peak District 88 trig points. So there's 88 oh, wow. trig points in the Peak District and you have to try, they tend to be on the top of like prominent hills. Yeah. So trying to get all of them, I think I'm up to about 55 at the moment. Um, nice. And then That's because of that, <laughs> yeah. And then because of that, I started looking at like slightly bigger hills. So then I ventured up yeah. to the Lake District um, and then Scaffold Pike, Helvellyn and, and then Luckily enough, my um, my father, he lives in Scotland. So I ventured up to Scotland and started looking at Ben Nevis yeah. and Ben McCoody. And I just got immersed with all these hills and mountains. And the people you meet on, on the mountains tend to be really nice. Yeah. Like they're always stopping for a bit of a chat. Yeah. They, they like to share their experiences with you. And it's a bit of a community yeah. that I really like. Yeah, no, that is definitely true. Every time you're sort of hiking in Scotland, you if you do bump into someone on some like wet, wild, midgy covered hill, you know you're going to be of a similar ilk. <laughs> you know, so what, you covered do, in bikes. Yeah, you, you think like you because if you find yourself sort of walking alone and it's raining and you're in a heather bog and oh. you've just fallen over for the fifth time and then some guy walks up the other way you know that man's been through something <laughs> you know and it's like so uh yeah that man or woman is going to be like they're, they're, they're going to be uh a soul brother or sister i think it's amazing definitely. and you get a lot of uh it's, it's nice as well i think we're we're definitely opening the minds of ever trekkers for inspirational quotes there's quite a few on here from uh we've got from marky v got some sophie and jerome um we've been part of the community for a while and i'm glad you you mentioned that word rob because yeah the community stuff is important i think 
you know, we've wherever you've lived in the UK, yours yours meet some people who, who are quite not not on the same page. <laughs> but in the mountains, like you said, you do meet people who generally you connect with, and mm, okay. um, is one of the one of the kind of activities. You know, like I'm from the scuba diving world, um, and you you know some interesting character. But in the in the hiking community, the trekking community, and the climbing community, you get a lot of not a lot of nice people. You know, don't you? Yeah. Generally, you, you get some some decent decent people on the on the trails. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. It's only, it's, I think it's the only type of community where you can be out in the middle of the wild, see a man walking towards you with rope and an axe, and not immediately <laughs> run in the opposite direction. <laughs> Are you going to bring that up? The amount you know, of uh, murder podcasts you listen to. <laughs> hey, we were talking about podcasts before we went live, and that that is it. It's almost like. Yeah. I do listen to a lot of adventure podcasts, but it's sometimes a little bit of a busman's holiday. I want like I want the opposite of that. So you know, yeah, I, I, I like a, I'm a, like a true crime. Um, the one <laughs> thing, uh, who you who are you going to take with you, Rob? Because obviously yeah, you yeah. Uh, you get one more um, space with you. Yes. Well, I managed to convince my wife to come with me, and, <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm, and I'm so glad because. We actually, we went back and we watched a few of your videos and we watched a few of the videos of people summiting and cause she was a bit nervous cause she doesn't necessarily do as much hiking as I do, or I kind of find myself hiking up the mountain and coming back down to where she is and then going back up, back yeah. and forth. Cause her fitness just isn't quite what mine <laughs> is. So she was a bit apprehensive. However, watching those videos, being reassured that, um, yeah she can do it as long as she's got that mental strength which she has yeah. and a little bit yeah. of training goes a long way and i can't wait to be on the top of the mountain giving her a bit of a hug saying we've done it that's going to be amazing yeah mate honestly and, you, and you're going to do it as well i i'm, I'm i believe it. you you go in next year as you're looking at 2020 yes yeah. looking at next october october so you, i mean there's plenty of time there i mean it's great that yeah kind of maybe a couple of her fears are, are kind of you know, those videos and it's, it's great to hear if she needs to chat with us or, um, you know, even if she joins some of these lives, you know, we can answer any, any of them as well. And like we do with, um, all of our ever trackers each week. Um, and it's natural. I, I think we, we get a lot of people at the start of their journey and, and people are on different stages. Like you said, you're more experienced potentially than your, than your wife. Um, you know, we've had people, I mean, on the video you were talking about earlier, earlier, mm -hmm. Kilimanjaro the long way, like there's a couple of guys on there, like James, who's, was a good friend good friend of ours now <laughs> and his prep was pretty much three weeks in vegas before going to killy mm. um <laughs> and uh you know he he, he could admit at the time he, he, yeah oh, yeah no yeah. He, <laughs> he's had practice with that yeah well i think it was only the person that shared the tent that slept the seat decoration i think james what, steve? Uh, james steve. Apparently, oh. that we call him uh tembo which is yeah. uh uh means elephant, elephant yeah. um because he had a tattoo of an elephant on his back um but also apparently Sounds like an elephant when he's sleeping. And he's on the line. And he's on the line. <laughs> there he is. Don't That's listen it. to a word I said. There was a different term. Um, but yeah. Hey, uh, how you doing? Uh, good to see you on the live, mate. I hope all is well. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll say, like, as a, as a, as a you know, doing <laughs> oh, relatively. Oh, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, man, I miss James. We've got, I know. We've got to get back together. Need, and catch chat, yeah. But, you know, he could have done more training, but he, did, he got to the summit, you know, and it was a battle. It was a challenge, but he made it. And, you know, it's a memory uh, for the rest of his life. And, you know, I think with your wife, essentially, you know, coming from that less experience than yourself and less experience than most people, just have that that kind of 
thing to remember is that you know you don't have to be a superhero you don't have to be fit it helps then the fitter you are the more enjoyable it is um you know especially on killy because there's there's, there's certain days especially summit day that mm. are tough um but yeah but she can do it and she will 100 yeah. percent. awesome nice good um all right, yeah, I was, I was, uh, to James as well. I hope, I hope that was uh, well explained. <laughs> Chatting about James's journey, I, we always use it as reference, and, and I hope, uh, I hope that's okay, James. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he hasn't he hasn't disappeared off alive yet. Coming to the office to kill us, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> um, well, great stuff. Well, look, we got some. Let's have a look. Some, see if there's any questions that have come in. Then, I mean, I mean, Rob, obviously, you're going. You, you're obviously going with uh, your wife as well. For, for yourself, I mean. Looking at Killy, then what are you? What are you most looking forward to? Um, um, you know, is it obviously going to be Drafka before, or is it the mountain, or culture, or the group? You know, what's your, what are you looking forward to most? Um, to be honest, when I looked at like the long way, I was first of all, I was really looking forward to like potentially going to see the community and the school because. I work in a school, yeah, so it'd be yeah. great to see like the contrast in obviously our mainstream schools yeah. in this country and the schools over there. So that put yeah. me on a really good set. I was like, wow, that's an opportunity, not even to do with kind of the math. Yeah. That's really enriching. Um, and yeah. then from there, I I like the idea of kind of the, the camps and that community feeling again. So yeah. like each night you get to the camp, you've been through the adventure. So you might not because obviously you're out of breath, you might not chat about your day as much when you're going. But then in the evening yeah. when you can collect your thoughts and have that moment of reflection to share with the group, I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully having like a really good, strong group feeling. So when we get to the top, that it will feel like yeah. um, a group effort. Yeah, I think that's amazing. That it, yeah, for nice. someone that's not done it yet, you have really managed to capture the spirit of what <laughs> the Kilimanjaro trips are actually like. Because one thing that I do enjoy, there's a picture somewhere of me, and I think it's in one of the early camps, sat on a chair after the day's hike, and I've got like a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's, I'm, I, I know that. And yeah. I always don't know why, but that's one of the pictures that I look at, and I always think, oh, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. You've had a hard day's <laughs> hiking, but a cu cup of tea with you, and you just sat there, <clears> and it's still plenty of daylight left and you're just chatting with your friends and having a time and then you have food in the tent and then you'll yeah. have the most aggressive game of uno that anyone's <laughs> ever had at altitude take uno <laughs> you know and yeah it is that aspect of like the the it is great and great banter great laughs it keeps you going it really does because sometimes you might feel rough or a bit tired and you know, having someone there to kind of uh, rib on you a bit and stuff like that kind <laughs> of reminds, it kind of does inject humour into it and let yeah. you know that it's okay to suffer, yeah. it's all right, and but um, you know, it's good fun. You're together as well, aren't you? You're you're, you're all going through the same the same thing, and especially if it's your first time, um, uh, you know, in that particular trip. I mean, you know, you do meet people going to Everest Base Camp who go go back a lot, um, just because there's 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 a lot of different ways. It's more of a it's, it's a different type of trip um but on killy most people do killy it's kind of a one and done because it's especially because summit nights about hmm. <laughs> it's tough um we, we do get some uh, we call them repeat offenders who, who want to go on to uh to take on killy you know twice i think even jerome actually has mentioned jerome's on the live because i think he's he's done killy and he's always wanted to potentially go back um although he's now going to everest base camp so yeah so it's slightly different um slightly different thing no sorry he's already been a base 
100% certain he has anything lined up right now. Right, Jerome, we need a chat. You're retired now. <laughs> we need to get you on another trip. Well, but, I, I don't know if I heard this right, but I'm sure I saw a post where he like hung up his boots or something. But I'm, no. sure, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure that's not true. Maybe I misremembered that. <laughs> um, but, Rob, you, you, as you can see, you know it's, it's nice to, to hear people on, on their different journeys. And, and obviously, with, like Jerome, who's done Killy, who's done Everest Base Camp, and future adventures are out there, um, that's for sure. And, and I think anyone that's kind of watching this, it's great to see Rob, the, the the start of that journey with with, with Evertrek. And it'd be nice, Rob, maybe we'll get you on um, a little bit down the road after you've done a trip or, yeah. or two, hopefully. Um, yeah, and then we can we, we can see where you're at and you're like, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we've got to have a, we've got to have a, we've got to do this at the end when you get back. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. maybe you get the yeah. wife on as well so we can have uh, the different opinions yeah. on what it was like. <laughs> yeah. that, that will be interesting because sometimes I've, done a hike with her in the day and I've thought oh yeah I've gone I've really catered for her I've gone at her pace I've done lots of stops and then she gets back she was like you dragged me up there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah brilliant brilliant that's what's about there isn't it and sometimes you've got to do that right I've I've been with friends and um you know there's a little bit of uh coaxing there you're like come on you can do it you know a bit of like you know well done mate you know tap on the back um, it goes a long way. If you're if you're yeah. if you're struggling, you just need that little bit of a push. You know, yeah. to give you the kick, proverbial kick up the backside, essentially, isn't it? Funny enough, <laughs> James, who we were talking about then, Tembo. Yeah. I'm I'm 99 certain I'm attributing this story to him. Yeah, yeah. Correctly, that he said that sometimes when you're on the way up Kilimanjaro or on any sort of trip, but specifically his experience was Killy. Yeah. That you know you feel a bit exhausted and you feel a bit tired. And then the next thing you know, like one of the guides will just come up behind you, yeah, friendly pat on the back and just give you a bit of a push. And um, it's like, I don't know, it, there's a there's something about these guides and these and and that feel of yeah. doing things together that it, it does. It's like energy. It just it just gives you energy yeah, and can change your mindset in an instant. Just a little bit of human kindness and recognition that at that yeah. particular moment you're struggling, and then you just can't be feel so much better about yourself but it only works in that sort of environment because most yeah. people i know who go hiking with their wife have a story like rob where there is very little of that <laughs> it's more like come on i'm waiting yeah. up and what, what what you probably did rob, i think a lot of people have done it be kind of you but the which you then move on again <laughs> the second she arrives it's like no, no, break. Break. <laughs> no so rest. you feel like you waited yeah. and you were really kind but actually she was struggling to get yeah. to you and then as soon as she did okay off we go i think we will be yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're probably right there yeah yeah rob i'm Definitely. conscious of your time i think we've only got what another probably minute or so but yeah um just before you go really yeah just obviously congratulations and you know massively thanks for joining us um yeah we're coming on and thank you so much for this opportunity and um i want to say to everybody out there enter enter it's worth it (laughs) it's happened to me it could happen to you and get to make memories now awesome well thanks buddy um yeah i mean obviously to everyone else we'll still be on doing our usual q a um for uh, the next kind of half hour but rob i'll um hopefully this as you probably guessed, you know, we're really good with the tech stuff. So mm, this mm. is going to be seamless. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so, well, we'll try. Yes, yeah, so we do apologise if it's like, yeah, bye, Rob, and then you're gone. <laughs> it's not meant to be like that. No, but Rob, thanks for everything, and we'll, right. we'll, we'll keep in Thank touch. Thank you. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye. Cheers, mate. There we go. Right, awesome. Uh, hopefully we're still live. <laughs> awesome. Right, right we've uh, suddenly, wow, we're like big on the screen now, Dave. Yeah, that's hence my God. God, I'm red, man. I'm so warm. It is warm in here. It is warm. It's been a warm month, isn't it? Everywhere in the UK, it's absolutely been crazy. Yeah. That was great, wasn't it? Um, Awesome to have. Um, you know. take this out there? Uh, yeah, you can if you want to. Yeah, because we just don't need any more. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I can hear you. You right? can hear it. Awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone else can hear. Yeah. Hopefully, it hasn't adjusted either some of the um, some of the things. But right, where should we where should we go from there? Obviously, great to have um, Rob on, um, and especially which is the, the reason we wanted to. We, you know, he was very very. Um, uh, we dropped him an email and said, "Oh, hey, would you like to come on the live? Just be great to chat about." Obviously, because we couldn't get him on when we wanted to, because we were trying to call him. Um, and I, I, I think it'd be. Should we play the um, the little video with him again? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think we why should not? Play it, yeah, I kind of feel bad. It'd be great. It would have should have should have done this while he was on there to get his reaction. But I'm going to do it anyway because it was quite funny. Um, so I'm just going to bring him into the the video. Not going to answer. I know. It's a bit typical now, isn't it? Ooh, he's not. They're not. Ooh, nothing yet. This is typical, isn't it? Um... Welcome to the O2. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was a great laugh. That's not how I laugh normally, is it? Uh, I, I hope what? that wasn't a fake for TV laugh. I don't remember. No, no, that that was your actual laugh. Is that what it sounds That's like? That's what it sounds oh, like. That's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I comment I did notice on here was from Amy Theakston. I'm sure I spoke to Amy on the phone. Hey, Amy, how's it going? Back. And I didn't know uh, this story about yeah, her, which yeah. is amazing. Which is I don't, I don't know why I would know. You know, she doesn't have to keep me abreast of her life. Um, no, but, but hell of a story. Eighteen months ago, had a brain tumor removed and lost the sight in one eye. And tomorrow, I'm going to Peru. Amazing. Fantastic. That's Fantastic. A, you see, that's another type of the story that I love, and you do hear it um, yeah. where people use like adventure and adventure travel to kind of come back from something potentially yeah. life changing and not letting it kind of get in the way. And perhaps, yeah. you know, you never know if you hadn't gone through that doing things. So I hope when people see opportunity, and that's amazing, Amy, love you and stuff like that. Well, it, it kind of. It is, and, and Amy, it seems like it's been a heck of a journey. I can't imagine what that must be like, mate. And well done. We, we, we obviously um, yeah, can't wait to, to see you in uh, Peru and, and obviously help you on your trip there. Um, but you've, you've spun it in such a positive way, and yeah. I love that. Um, you know, and you're, you're embracing that. And I know, you know, I'm sure there's people who are watching or listening, if you're listening on the podcast, um, you know, people who are going through those challenges. And, that, you know, those challenges don't have, can be maybe smaller ones. I mean, Dave, even yourself, you've gone through, uh, a, a big injury mm. but then you, you obviously came back from it and... one more mate and i'm hanging up the boots <laughs> i'm sick of it no yeah you're dead right i mean obviously nothing compared to i think no. what amy probably went through that's um yeah that's amazing um but yeah like a little thing so i hurt my knee and had to have surgery on my knee yeah. and i think having a goal having like and, and kind of choosing it it's strange but it was for me it was almost kind of like okay i'm not i'm not gonna kind of let it stop me it's yeah. going to slow me down a little bit yeah. and certainly hiking's different now i get very annoyed if i'm on a bog because <laughs> I, I can't do bogs anymore that was a few weeks reason. ago in scotland wasn't it that that descent was it's because you weren't the, happy with that it's because the knee itself isn't as strong anymore yeah 
and I'm like a lumbering giant on a slippery surface, man. I used to rely on strong <laughs> knees to get me down. But anyway, yeah, you can't you can't let it um, you know change your plans in life. And actually, yeah. if it opens the door to stuff that you perhaps wouldn't have done otherwise, then fantastic, then amazing. What a, what more could you have asked from such a bad situation? So. Yeah, love that, love that, love. I, you know, I, I saw that, and I don't know why, but whenever someone says something like that, like, "Oh, this happened to me, and I'm going to do this," I, I kind of feel like get in, like, I, it's like <laughs> a victory for me almost. I don't know why, I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's um, and before anyone comments as well, we, we haven't put like a random teddy here. This is um, and we haven't got a name for this. This, this is actually a yeti, uh, mm. but I, I got given this uh for Father's Day. A little years look. Oh yeah, cool. Well, it's you know, it's a yeti, isn't it? It's got to have years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it just it's, it's just a level of detail you don't normally <laughs> see on such. But this was a gift from from Ellie, and and she said, uh, "Can you put it on the next live?" Um, um, so my daughter Ellie, who's um uh, little little Father's Day gift, I thought, right, that's it. Mm. It's joining us on the live. So you see, we haven't got a name for him yet. It might look. See, if I hold it there, you might be able to see a bit better. See, it's got fangs. Oh yeah, you know what? You know, I didn't and there's his little ears, so it's not like that. That's what makes him a yeti. Is that what usual? If you take, if you take the fangs away, he's just a teddy bear. Well, where's our fangs? Well, we're teddy bears. Okay. That's yeah, fair. The, yeah. The, the, that's um, fair. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The ready yeti. Is the it? Is that? Yeti. Is that the name? Is it? Oh, I'm not sure, Jerome. Any, any, any others? <laughs> you didn't like that, did you? You're like, uh, you know, Jerome, I'm, that's I'm not, not sure. that's not past mustard, Jerome. I'm afraid. Ooh, well, yeah, don't I'd like, like that, to Jerome. give everyone a chance. I think, um, you know, we, we can. I want to see. Um, I was wondering why there was a Lauren calls it a sloth. Yeah, apparently it is a yeti. Um, I mean, yeah, there's lots of different variants of yetis. Who knows? Is, that, is, is she alive? She's Lauren. Have you got any questions for us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, win the leap after that Welsh wizard, Win Davis. Ah, oh, so could call him Win Davis, couldn't oh, I? I do Wynn like Davis. that. I do like Definitely. that. Definitely. I feel like I'm Who's a Wynn bit Davis? biased. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Um, I feel a bit biased if I call him Win, but better than losing. Do you like that one? What? Win Davis. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Finally yeah. got it. <laughs> Bertha. Oh, okay, that's Jody. That's that's gotta be Jody because her dog's terrible, called Bertha. terrible. Zach is actually commenting. Zach, who's um, I'm gonna keep calling him our producer. Um, loves a dad joke. Loves a dad joke. Do you know what he came? He, he said an amazing joke the other day. Okay. So this is a little off topic, but as we're doing it, mm. um, which knight invented the round table? Circumference. Oh, that that <laughs> is that is that your fake laugh? Uh, yeah, that's my fake laugh. No, it, it was genuinely really funny. funny. Actually, like genuinely that. really funny. Um. But no, going back to you know what we wanted this Tuesday tuning to be all about, which was, you know, about taking the the, the first step, um, you know, and it was great to hear from uh, from Rob then about his experience. Obviously, yeah. you know, it seems like from what he was saying there, he, he was quite experienced, and you know, exchanged some emails before. She wanted to find a little bit about background. Certainly, that you know, he's into the mountains, but he hasn't done any of the big stuff. You know, any of the Achilles, the Machu Picchu's, the Everest base camps, the K two base camps. You know, um, even the two. Cals. Um, so this is kind of a it is a big step. Yeah. It's great to see him embracing it. Yeah. Um, and it's always interesting to see like what sort of questions come up when it's your first trip, um, when it's your first time at altitude. And any questions around that for any first timers as well? I know there's some Evertrekker legends on here who've been 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 around for a while, um, you know, been on other trips, but it'd be interesting to see if, what, what questions come up in the beginning. I know for me there was Obviously, if you're going to altitude, you want to to know about altitude and think, and, and, and you know, am I going to be safe? 
Um, you know, will will I be breathing differently? You know, it, all those kind of questions that come around the altitude stuff. I think that was that was quite important for me. Was there anything yeah. for yourself, Dave, around like anything that was on your mind before you went, or even whilst you were pre preparing? Um, I forgot to tell me to pick up a penguin. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my first trip to altitude was after Everest, was Everest Base Camp. It was a big, big dream of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a culmination of almost a lifetime of sort of dreaming. Yeah. I think I don't know what it was. Like altitude, I wasn't too I didn't obsess about because I learned as much of it as I could. That old yeah. saying again, knowledge dispels fear. So I learned as much <laughs> about it as I could. And so I knew going into it that there were some things I had. So I had Diamox yeah. with me, which I didn't need. But I had it there anyway for peace of mind. I knew about water. I knew about trekking slow. Yeah. And because the trip meant so much to me, that curbed any type of competitiveness, any type of yeah, idea nice. of going fast or anything like that. So yeah. it, it was almost like reaching base camp means more to me than getting there quickly. Yeah. So I'm going to do everything I can, even if it meant I could have gone yeah. quicker or I could have done this and that. I just played it by the book. But the things that are on my mind really was more than risk was the little stuff. Okay. Like I remember because you know, Evertrek, you know, wasn't it didn't exist like I it does today. It was, it was a little bit so I, I had all yeah. so trying to find someone to ask these questions off, like if you were like in work or something or busy, <laughs> yeah, you know, then yeah. I, I this is why we do these things is because I wanted to know. So do I do I just bring my duffel bag or do I bring that in a suitcase? Yeah, yeah um phone charging do i bring my cable or do i bring something else and um you it's know interesting, isn't and it? yeah. all of those little things so which is why i've got mm. complete sympathy and patience for people that want to ask those questions and why when you guys always say things like oh, i've got a silly question but it's about this to me it's never yeah. silly because those are the things that obsess uh, uh, uh like your mind you know you because it gives you peace of mind, you know, and that's yeah. what I'm all about. Like that's my singular goal before I step on a mountain yeah. is I want peace of mind. And I learned exactly. a lesson in Scotland recently. Go on. I packed a lot of food. Oh, I remember. To take with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there in the morning, um, you know, having a little bit of breakfast before we set off. Yeah. And then someone, and I'd, I was completely settled with what I was bringing. Yeah. And then someone said to me, I don't think you need that much. And then I had doubt in my mind. And I saw you at the end. You know, and I, some and I unpacked <laughs> some food and my God, yeah. did I bonk hard. Yeah, you did. And I was kicking myself. And that's why I think no matter how small the <clears> detail, <throat> okay, that was food, but it could have been something else. Bring it with you yeah, and just get the peace of mind. Thing is, though, I think you're always learning, aren't you? Like that is, you know, like I would say you are very experienced in the mountains, especially of altitude. Um, and yet... These things still happen, don't they? They can happen. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of food that we took, but it was a blimmin' hot day. We, you know, we had a couple of big Mon Monroes. It was a big distance to carry. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you're, you're you're constantly learning, and I think that always happens. Even though, you know, naturally, isn't it, when you're with friends, and, oh, you'd be fine, you don't need that. Yeah. And I think we can all maybe say that a little bit too much sometimes, but actually there's some things you do need. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's okay to take a little bit too much, and bring back because yeah, as soon as we got back, wasn't it? We were munching away yeah, like for about twenty minutes just to get back, and before we went for a swim in the lock, which was lovely. Well, before you went for a swim in the I lock, went, yeah, I went, yeah. Some I, I had an idea about doing it, but I always have this idea when I'm boiling hot on the top of a mountain. I always think, oh, I can't wait for a swim in the lock. 
five hours later when I've got back and it hasn't been rained on. Yeah, but you just got to switch your mind back into it. Yeah. I'm warm. Jump in. You know me, mate. At the, at the end of a hike, I don't know what it is, right? But yeah. it's almost like I have to meditate. So, like, usually I come home, I stuff my face with some food, and I just sit down and I just relax and think about it. And, you know, I'm always on the bed. It's cold breast. Yeah, I'm always, on the, yeah, I'm always, like, lying down on the bed or a sofa for, like, an hour, and then I'll get up yeah. and do some things. See, as Andrea says there, have it and not need it, rather than need it and not have it. It's exactly. one of your favorite sayings, right? Yeah, it's like... Literally. No, well, I mean, I didn't call it. I think I heard it from somewhere. Wow, there's always, isn't it? There's, there's no new ideas anymore it's always repurposed stuff. but there's always different takes on it and yeah it's all good but listen to some of the, the comments there like sophie taking my son on the salcante trek in peru in august his first time at altitude uh, hopefully we'll be fine yeah exactly and it's always tough especially when it's a family member like um like you know um a son or daughter or um you know a, a parent or bro you know a sibling it's always hard because you, you're obviously thinking about them a lot as well um and that's that's natural and i think definitely having taken uh, some family members to places like everest base camp and um you know going with close friends to, to other areas of the world um yeah it's about getting about educating them as well um i think we've had a lot of people who've, who've brought their children and have got them on the same mm -hmm. page you know maybe watching some of these you know <laughs> i'm not sure they'll be able to sit and watch us chat for an hour but maybe they will but it's just basically getting them on the same page in terms of, like, okay, communicating about the altitude, telling me when you're not feeling well, um, and also about the, the the water and the pace and all that stuff that, that you've learned. Because, Sophie, obviously, going to places like Everest Base Camp, which you've done, um, it's great to impart that advice as well. Yeah. Which I'm sure you will. Um, but hopefully, you know, all going well, you'll, you'll reach Machu Picchu. I'm sure he will. Awesome. What a as well though you know with, uh, yeah exactly your son, you know to amazing. see you doing these and things and then Love it. inspiring him to go with you it's amazing i mean one of the one of um customers are not i think it was pre-covid <laughs> or just after um actually lived not too far from me and yeah. wanted to take her son to mount tupkal which oh, yeah, I remember this. which yeah, is yeah, no yeah. joke yeah but what was amazing was um i caught up with her afterwards and um and she was telling me that like beforehand maybe he was not as outgoing and maybe yeah. a bit nervous of taking on new challenges but actually you know having going out there climbing a big high mountain like Tupacal yeah. and coming back down really kind of like filled him with this kind of like can-do attitude yeah I think it's so important I love that I love especially that. in today's world you know like I, I was I count myself lucky I'm sure there was tons of benefits but yeah. growing up with a life off social media because it didn't exist yeah like slightly, slightly different right? i never <laughs> i never really my world was quite small but also i didn't compare myself to people doing amazing things and yeah. i didn't feel one way or another about too much i just i just followed my nose kids these days they're bombarded with so much about mm. what they should be doing and this is what a successful person your age looks like yeah yeah like, you know really and, really good and good point. there's a lot of times where like well if i'm just like a normal kid in newport in south wales like hey how, yeah. how am i gonna go to dubai and do all these amazing things but well actually there are things you can do that's just in way more meaningful and spectacular well, it's uh, i you know there's not there's not one right way i think um you know it's, it's good though that yeah we're, we're talking about it because maybe it's something we actually haven't talked about before about you know what trips can do for your family members mm. um 
And I think certainly from the inspiration point of view, but I, I think the most important thing is about it opens people's eyes to certain things. And I think we, people aren't born and then they're set for life. You know, it's, it's all what you hear and what you see and what you experience. And I think as you go through life, if um, like Sophie, obviously taking your son to Machu Picchu, like I know what, you know, that, that will do wonders for seeing that and experiencing it. And actually I think the challenges will probably help them a bit more um rather than if it was easy <laughs> because you know going through those challenges they might not be too happy at the time but the next time they face a challenge they've you know experienced it and they've they've, they've gone through that so maybe they're a bit about going through those challenges yeah and i think I, I think it's amazing if you if you can open people's eyes to what's out there it's absolutely epic isn't it yeah 100 you know I mean? it's um I, I can't see that as a bad thing yeah um and yeah you tell that tube cow story was that the the 12 year old Boy, you did 12 or 14. Two with us maybe two years ago? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what's, what's his mum called? Uh, uh, Pamela, was it? Potentially? Oh, I so. But I forgot her name now. I, I feel bad. Like, I should know. It, I, but it, absolutely, like, yeah, I, I think, love that. I think I remembered her surname, but I don't want to spite that out. Okay. But I... Uh, We're talking about the same people, aren't we? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely yeah. amazing. And um, a joke, day philosophical. Yeah, hey, it can happen from time to time. It's very hot in here today. <laughs> You know, is that what and, it takes? Um, yeah, that's what it is. You're just going to make me slightly <laughs> philosophical about the cooler weather at the minute, you know, and it bleeds <laughs> into other things. Brilliant, but um, yeah. no, it is great, isn't it's it? It's been known to happen from time to time, especially if you get a, a couple of ales in me, you know. That definitely happens with a couple of it. Yeah, but mate, you know, it's all good, isn't it? We um, hopefully, <laughs> and I know uh, if you've watched these Tuesday tunes for a while, I know, uh, especially if you're Sophie or you're Simon or you're Tina or you're Jerome, Glenn Campbell, good to see you, Glenn, um, on the live as well, and um, Andy um great as well going to the three passes route to ebc that was your your first altitude experience great as well i will come on to your your comments as well um you know you've got a lot of experience here got a lot of experience on mm -hmm. the live it's great to uh you know that you've you've probably watched one or two of these we do like to go on tangents every now and again which uh hopefully hopefully add a little bit of value well normally um, jen's in there to kind of Say you're talking too much. Talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> Sometimes, or, isn't it? it or happens, in yeah. meetings, you know, it might be. That's a great point, Dave. Not what we're discussing. Um, <laughs> you that know, so. that's, that's a good, good. That's a good, good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. Come on, tell what Andy was saying. Andy, Howie, how are you doing? I hope all is well. <clears throat> um, I'm talking about first altitude experience. Your know, first big steps. Uh, three passes route to EBC. Uh, main concern um, was they had the I had the right amount of clothing, and if it was fit for the temperature um next trip is ebc again via gokyo see everyone loves going back to everest base camp it's a it's a wonderful place to be isn't it um going with an old friend brilliant <clears throat> not so old yeah well it depends who you're talking to right you want to be if you're talking to them you don't go i'm going with my old friend although you know i'm i'm, I'm happy to say that older friend <laughs> um what you know that's not all, Jesus. Like you say, it's not the age, it's the mileage. Yeah. But you know who said that? Indiana Jones. He did. He did. And I think that was in uh, the first movie. Raiders? Uh, Raiders? Yeah, it was. One? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the first one. Tangents yeah. now, Dave. Tangents. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but what Andy was asking there, <clears throat> is, oh, sorry, statement was, uh, main concern was if I had the right amount of clothing and if it was fit for purpose. Yeah, that, that's a big, that's a big thing, actually. Um, and hopefully... Some of the the kind of episodes of the Tuesday tuning, we've I think we did one called "Is It Good Enough?" Do you remember that one? Potentially, that yeah. was a good one, wasn't it? Definitely have a look at that, Andy, because there's there's a lot of we talked about different um, 
different pieces of equipment and is it good enough for specific trips? Yeah. But also as well, Andy, I don't know if you're on, um, I know you've got a lot of experience, but we're also doing the training weekends as well. We do have, I think we might have literally August is close to being full um, and the October um, date as well. Um, if Jody, uh, Danton Yeti, Danton Yeti, uh, Running Yeti, running, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, Running Yeti. Uh, yeah, if she can pop the, the uh, to training weekend, that will be amazing. Um, but we also, uh, on the training weekend, we do a section around looking at the equipment. Is it good enough? Is it okay? If anyone's coming on this training weekends, definitely bring um, you know some of your items you want to take on the trek with you and ourselves uh, and also the, the mountain guides who will be with us as well. We can impart some of our experience and, and say, yep, go for it. Or maybe it might be worth getting, for instance, like a down jacket. We see a lot of people buying kind of smaller down jackets and sometimes on some trips, um, you know, like certain parts of the year, there's certain down suitable. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can use ours if you go into Everest. Um, some of the other trips you do have to, uh, you, you've got to pay to hire some of the gear. Um, but we at least we can impart some of our advice and see if it is good enough for you. But yeah, good, good point though, Andy. I think a lot of people probably go through that. I know we did. I remember the, the first equipment list I ever gave you, which is sitting on that shelf over there, yeah, on the back of a bills receipt. Um, I know that that that's where we've come from. <laughs> well, bills receipt to Tuesday tuning, yeah, like, slightly different. Like you know, you, you guys think you had a hat. You want to see what I had to shop? <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. But there was none of this like that back then. I'll go, I'll go and get it. What the thing? Yeah, yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, 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 because yeah. it's um, we could do this piece there. of got... history. Yeah. It's because we've got a bit more space now. Yeah, I hope you're liking this setup as well. We are. Zach has um has been really pushing to try and um get the Tuesday tune in kind of up leveled. So yeah, we're we're trying to make it a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah, so this and is, will be different layouts. This is the first ever ever trek training. I don't think you, oh yeah, you can see it. First ever ever trek like training a uh, like a kit, kit list. And, um, I remember because I met Andy and Turkish Airlines and I asked. Um, uh, the waiter for any uh, pen and paper, and they, they gave me some receipt Turkish paper. Airlines? Turkish Airlines flight to Kathmandu, October what? time to trek Mani Rimdu Festival. That was uh, it's in November. <laughs> Eighty litre duffel, thirty litre rucksack. You did, didn't get a free duffel back then. <laughs> yeah, heavy down jacket, merino wool socks. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, rab pull on, rab base layer, Kanchenjunga two extreme jacket. That's a good jacket, actually. I don't think anymore. Rab Infinity Endurance. Oh, is that the Pro Endurance? Rub it down. I bought Don't either. men's Astro <laughs> 2 jacket mid-layer. Don't think I got it. Polaroid sunglasses, yeah. filled gloves, trousers, fleece-lined, Sunto Ambit 2 or 3. Wow, that's moved on a bit. You know, that, and that was, that, was, that was it. I got me to EBC. Well, we, and we, then, uh, I, hope, I hope that um, maybe we should put that in the background well, that, for future lives. That lived in my um, wallet. For years, yeah. From twenty, that was January twenty sixteen, and it was in my wallet, and I just yeah. folded it up and put it in there, and then it was Christmas two thousand and eight. When you wow, it's been here for five I years. Mad. <laughs> and it had been soaked through, and then put it in a thing and gave it back to you because I was Fantastic. like, "That's the first, uh, first ever trekker." The first ever trek equipment list, yeah, it's, it's quite quite different. Um, oh, Bri Bri, what boots were on that list? Well, back then, Bri, because they are actually they were the North Face Hedgehog, North Face Hedgehog. GTX well, they weren't two? they weren't called the Hedgehog then. 
I just put North Face boots. North Face boots, and I ended up buying a pair of they were just North Face GTX yeah. boots. They're not as good as the Mandel Bhutan, Bry. <laughs> I love definitely it's, it's, I, it's evolved over I the years I loved those boots they were good boots those actually. North Face boots were amazing Tracking Driver Space Camp the thing is they've, they've changed a little bit now they're not as good if I could they're find okay. those boots again I'd buy them they are they are pretty good but no the um, definitely the, the, the Mandels now I mean the thing is there's so many different pieces of equipment out there especially when it comes to boots and, and, and different things um, hey I, I, I I'm interested to see if people still play bingo as I see bingo come in mm. uh, over there. You can tell how long you've been watching the Tuesday tune-in if yeah. you keep saying bingo. Because <laughs> I know that was definitely in the early days, wasn't it? Um, was it? That's all good stuff. Thought you meant denim jeans and woolly sweater. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, I trekked with a guy who trekked in jeans. No way. Yeah. Wow. I mean, interesting story. I won't mention. You're oh, oh. Uh, Is this? I won't. Won't where they're from uh well he's from chile okay yeah that's cold there isn't it well no but it was more that he was he was trekking with myself and billy when we didn't we that one i take it oh right yeah <laughs> wow sorry yeah, yeah. oh hang on but no he um actually do you know what I, I won't tell it on here but um it's just quite tragic but if you catch me on a training weekend ask, ask, me to, ask, ask me to tell you the story about my friend from chile it is very very interesting yeah um sophie yeah such good boots had them for ebc of course um uh, but ebc boots or shoes i find shoes so much more comfier yeah you know what it it's a really good question mm -hmm. and sorry is it is it barna sorry if i we got your, your name wrong um hopefully we've got it right if not dave's buying a beer um well what did you ban Bavna. Or Bavna? Bavna, I think that's yeah, what it is. Bavna yeah. or Bavna. So you have to say A or B. Um, but yeah, EBC boots or shoes. It's a good question. And a lot of, we do get some other trackers who wear shoes because they're used to it in the mountains. Mm -hmm. Some of them are trail runners. Bav is fine. <laughs> Great. Sorry. It's always hard, isn't it? When you're just that... reading words, as I said, um, but yeah. lovely name. That means we owe a pint, by the way. We do. We do owe a pint. That's fine. We, we can do that. I, I, we can do that on the training weekend. Um, but yeah, a lot of people also go for the boots. And to be honest, from our perspective and, and our opinion, is that trekking boots are far better for you because one thing you don't want is you know two or two two or three days into like an eleven day trip, you roll an ankle and you you're just wearing trail shoes, and you're kind of wishing that you'd have those that extra protection around your ankle because your trip would be over. And this isn't just to kind of guide you one way or the other. It's just you know we've seen that happen and. I'm thinking if we can mitigate those problems from happening, yeah. then it's one less thing to worry about on a track. Um, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's totally fine to wear shoes almost 99% yeah, yeah. of the time when you're out trekking in the UK and things like that. Yeah. The only thing I tell people uh, to urge caution because these trips, they're very far away. They're not yeah. the cheapest thing for you to do. It could be a once-in-a-lifetime <sighs> opportunity. And you just want to add every little tiny percentage of success yeah. into the mix um one other thing to consider as well is that those trail shoes um are often not very well insulated um and you know when you're literally arriving at base camp it can be really cold you're literally walking on snow and ice your feet can get very cold um particularly kilimanjaro as well i wouldn't recommend them yeah um but certainly you know what i always tell people though is that listen bring some yeah. You need a pair of casual shoes for when you stop trekking anyway. They may as well be ones that you can walk in. Yeah. No problem at all. So on some of the days where perhaps you're going from Namshi to Tengboche, you know, probably wear them on that day and, yeah. and kind of get away with it. Um, 
but bring have your boots there as well just to you know for when you get to like high altitude when it's cold and when the the terrain's a little bit tricky yeah and you know you you'll, you'll get people maybe some on the live who've, who've actually had trail shoes they've been perfectly fine um but yeah so it's definitely personal preference but um 100 with regards to what you do it no, sorry trying to get my words out what you choose <laughs> i don't know what was going I, thought you, I thought you were going <laughs> sunglasses as well are also really good, it's it? not a, that's me twisting my mind it's because it's warm in you it is really warm i can't wait to um to get some fresh air but it's all good um see this is what we go through in this room <laughs> what we do for you guys i mean the temperature i i mean i i think it's 39 in here it's hot with it's definitely hot luckily they humidity they put in some new aircon in the building this, this so. wasn't here yesterday this is all from the humidity this jungle is that what it is yeah. It's, wow yeah um, there's a branch mission but no bav i hope that's value um which brand boots would you suggest well we talked about a couple you've got uh, obviously you've got mandel mm -hmm. um and you've got north face there mm -hmm. kind of a couple you've also got scarpa la sportiva um salomon you know there's a lot of good boots merrill merrill uh, you know salewa salawa yeah hocker hocker, hocker. they're they we've used majority of those and they're all really well built some are better than others um you know in terms of uh breathability waterproofness sturdiness better grip uh, you know comfortability there's so many different factors we always suggest you know get into like a cotswold outdoor um you know trying some on making sure they fit making sure they're comfortable because you're going to be doing some mileage in them um and obviously then wear them in before you go on a uh, a long track definitely yeah. um yeah and and as tina said they're barefoot really good as well i know you're a, a big you've you've worn some got them barefoot, you've, got, you've got some on there haven't you um i don't hike in them though no and it some people do it's, but it's a bit it, you know a bit of a challenge i've tend to gone i haven't gone full bore into yeah. the barefoot lifestyle but i do wear them a few days a week to kind of toughen yeah the feet so when i am hiking in my normal boots they're stronger or as jerome said lederhosen lederhosen is that um is that next time dave yeah i mean leather lederhosen i've i've, wow. I've, I've tracked in leather lederhosen okay nice i bet that's more yeah yeah no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i bet that would be but yeah tina um yeah barefoot using used for annapurna base camp wow yeah what was it like tina it'd be interesting to hear that you know what you what were your feet like afterwards i know speaking to some um we spoke to was it vivo barefoot at the keswick mountain festival that's, that's last where year. i bought these from and they were talking about like the science behind it and everything and it's a lot of, of a lot of opinions out there on it um but it seemed quite interesting stuff yeah well that's, that's kind of what sold me on it was um yeah. it was after the knee injury where i noticed that my right leg was compensating a lot so i wasn't putting even yeah. weight on each foot so they said that that would help yeah and make my left stronger so i'm trying it <laughs> bath um i'm off to remortgage my house in order to get some decent hiking gear. yeah it's a real problem it it's is a real um, problem it, it's a good it's, it is a challenge um especially now we understand that you know there's obviously things going on around the world that are making it um some challenges with with, with paying for certain things um there's varying levels out there and you know we're, we're certainly not gear snobs um you know we uh, there's varying there's there's lots of equipment out there that are suitable for purpose there aren't like the high-end stuff um you know definitely there are some articles as well definitely check on our website Bav, um, go into our knowledge center and there's quite a lot of specific items of clothing that we've recommended um especially with some of our partners because we've got um uh, you know if you're a customer of ours do get some discount with cotswood outdoor um as well as osprey 
as well as Garmin. Oh, 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 oh,